Welcome to the Fear Boss Show, a show created to help you become the bravest, boldest, and most badass version of yourself yet. Now, this show is allergic to basic. It's a show that loves real talk. It's a show that will help you slay self-doubt, and it's a show designed to help you check yourself before you wreck yourself. I'm your host, Judy Holler, best-selling author, keynote speaker, improv theater junkie, and a hip-hop-loving entrepreneur. It's kind of like this. If Amy Poehler and Dr. Dre had a baby, uh, that would basically be me. I am obsessed with helping you smash comfort zones and experiment with your fear so you can get more freedom in your life personally and professionally. This podcast is going to help you do just that. So, are you ready? Let's get this fear party started. You are listening to The Fear Boss Show, episode 31. This episode may contain some adult content and language, so please take care while listening. Hi there, Fear Boss. Welcome back to your show, The Fear Boss Show. This is a show obsessed with helping you smash those comfort zones and experiment with your fears so you can be just a little bit braver than you were yesterday. Y'all, I am so excited. I just got Texas on you real quick. Y'all, I am so excited about today's episode. So I sit down today with my very best friend, and Jody came to visit me. We've known each other since we were 18 years old. She came to visit me last weekend, and we just had so much fun, and it was just so good for my soul. You know how it is, like when you're around your bestie, your best friend, your girlfriends, right? And especially now, I think, with everything going on in quarantine and just missing everybody and everything. It was just so good for me mentally, physically, and emotionally just to be around someone like Jody. And I'm so excited about this podcast episode because I asked her to sit down and chat with me about all the things. I mean, Jody's really been through some big stuff in her life, and she's got a really great story to share around judgment and specifically how she coped with a pretty significant loss in her life. So we'll talk about that. We talk about judgment, and she shares a totally relatable story that has forever changed how she judges people, and it will change your perspective on being super judgy. We talk about loss. She lost her first daughter. So we'll talk about loss and grief and how to move forward like a fear boss, whether it's losing a child, a baby, someone you love, or maybe it's what you've lost throughout COVID. And last, we'll talk about a fear experiment she conducted last month that was a game changer. Oh my God, Fear Boss, it's so good. You'll laugh, you'll cry, and you'll most certainly learn something. It is straight gold. All right, so first, I want to kick things off with our Fear Boss of the Week, who is Twin Garrett, who writes subject line, Unreal timing. Well, I love when the universe talks to you. There are no coincidences in this life. Twin Garrett goes on to write, My colleague and friend gave me your book, Fear is My Homeboy, for my birthday last year. Oh my God, what an awesome gift, the gift of courage. And I have gone back and highlighted and reread and am now loving this podcast. I am carrying out fear experiments and excited for the next one. 
P.S. I love the music. Nelly is my fave. So I play a lot of Nelly. I'm from St. Louis, right? And that was like the soundtrack to my 20s. <laughs> so I'm glad you like all the vibes and are out there conducting Fear Experiments. Twin Garrett, I'm so glad you're here. And thank you for your beautiful podcast review. And because you left a review on iTunes, you're the Fear Boss of the Week. So shoot me a DM on Instagram with your best mailing address for snail mail or email us at hello at judyholler.com with your mailing address and some fear boss snail mail will be on the way to you. I also want to quickly shout out this week's episode sponsor, which is the Fear Boss 5 newsletter. This is my weekly newsletter that comes out every Friday. And every Friday, this newsletter is on a mission to make you smile, of course, and to help you learn something new. But it's most certainly on a mission to help you be braver than you were yesterday. And so every week, I share five things I'm loving, learning, reading, gifting, doing, all of the things. So I would encourage you to sign up for this newsletter. This is where I make big announcements and exclusive newsletter community only announcements. So jump into the show notes and click the link to subscribe to the Fear Boss 5 newsletter. Or you can jump onto my website, judyholler.com. Right on the homepage at the very top, there's an opt-in where you can put in your email. You'll get a free gift from me for doing that. And you get the newsletter delivered right to your inbox every Friday. I've been doing this for five years. So if you haven't seen the newsletter in a while, check your junk. Keep an eye on your spam. But I can't wait to see you every Friday in your email. Okay, Fear Boss, let's get into it. Here is the Fear Boss chat I had with my BFF bestie, Jody. It's juicy. Buckle up, get ready. Let's do this. All right, I think we need to jump in with a big old cheers. cheers. Hi, Jody. Cheers. Hi, everyone. Cheers. I love this. What the Fear Boss fam can't see right now is that we're sitting on the back porch at my house. Jody came to visit me from Indiana, and we just toasted with a little mimosa. My We've favorite. got coffee and water and mimosa and blueberries. My three, all my favorite All the berries. The like, we're so fancy right now. But I, I do feel like, now, so Jody and I know each other from St. Louis, like, well, college, but we both grew up in St. Louis. So, Jody, I feel like it's only a Appropriate that we oh. have this moment really quick. Hold on, hold on. Let me just do it. Do you even know what's about I to think happen? So. Okay, it, hold on. Is it what I think it is? It might be. It really sums up our 20s. <laughs> I really think. Oh, girl. girl. Yeah, let's do another cheers. cheers. So hot in here. Oh, yes, it does. This is what this was the soundtrack. Do we need to just shimmy it out a little bit right now? Yes. Okay, so my fear boss fam has to. <laughs> So this is so many memories. So we grew up in the 90s, like high school in the 90s, college in the 90s. So 90s, all the things. Mm -hmm. uh, but the 2000s were really our 20s and St. Louis and Bush baseball games, Bush Stadium. So Nellie from St. Louis was like the soundtrack <laughs> of, our 20s. of our 20s. So we had to start things off with a little Nellie. We did not wear a Band-Aid. We, we never wore a Band-Aid. I saw a GIF, by the way, on Instagram that was like, you might have seen me post it on my stories. If Nellie can wear a Band-Aid for three years, you can wear, <laughs> you could wear a mask for 30 minutes in Costco. The Band-Aid never took off. It never it took, took off. off. And what was the thing with the Band-Aid? Does anyone he know? He wore it on his cheek, and I don't know. We never. We should like, research that. Like, what was that? that? We should Google that. Yeah. Did if anybody knows why Nelly wore a Band-Aid, this is a, an emergency. We need to know. <laughs> I'm sure I could go to the Google and figure it out. The but Google. this is literally how we're starting the podcast, by the oh, way. Oh, I just remember dancing <laughs> oh my at God. Patios. Oh, yeah. Patios, one of our favorite bars. And we it's should... It's a little bit different now than it was back in the day. It though. definitely is. But, man, we whooped it. Girl, mm -hmm. we 
whooped it up. We have to almost tell real quick the Fear Boss fam our business idea. We had a business idea. Oh, we did. We had a lot. We were going to spend your entire wedding, wedding fund. fund. So her, I was single to like late 20s. Yeah. I mean, shit, I met Scott when I was 35. So like you were single for a long time too. I got married too. at 31. 31, you got married. I got married at Oh, no, I met Scott at 35. I got married at 39, so I was super late yeah. in the game. You had this wedding fund. Your dad, <laughs> God love him, a little you know, a little bit of money, a little nest egg set it aside for your retirement. wedding. His retirement. He gave all the girls. She has two sisters. And what were we going to do with your wedding money? We were going to create cute sports outfits for girls because at the time, they only had like big jerseys and yeah. stuff and nothing cute. Right. So we're like, um, why are we not making cute shirts yes. that are like cardinal gear? Yeah. And we were like, we were, and we were also going to do our own show. Oh yeah, we were going to have a show and this was even before like, honestly, podcasts, yeah. all the things. Oh my God, Jody, we're like almost living our little, <laughs> uh, we're like manifesting that right now for fun. This is so awesome. The BFF chat, but yeah, yeah, we wanted to start and it's so funny that all those game, oh, oh sorry, nothing all those companies came out. Like with cute, yeah, Alyssa Milano started a company. And which we're is, like, wait, she totally stole our idea. She stole our idea. Was it a Kelly Clarkson concert we started talking about. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Did we go to a Kelly Clarkson concert? It was concert? outside because it was like the NCAA Final Four or something was oh in the loop. Oh my God. And we were outside at a concert and we were talking about it. Why this remind? I don't remember. I don't. And I'm like, I have a wedding fund. I think <gasps> we should so go. So let's just cash it in. Back at the time, my seven part. I yeah. like I'd like to spend money. Yeah. Well, we you know, we're both Enneagram sevens and gluttony is is kind of our weakness, but not gluttony from a food, but it could be. Like could oh, be. but we never luckily don't have no. that glutton problem. But shopping. we do shopping and spending and you know, the thing with the seven is more, 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 mm-hmm. more, 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 more. And we, we hate to be bored and we we love and value freedom. So that's a whole nother podcast episode. Oh, uh, yeah. But yeah, we have this business I anyway, St. Louis, that's our roots, our bones. We are midwest girls yep. and I thought it would be fun so Jody came in to visit and I'm like okay Jody we gotta get you on the pod because you have so many cool stories and I think we could talk about three really cool things today uh spend about 30 minutes jamming and then I do want to ask you 10 questions okay right. I always end with 10 questions but I want to talk a little bit about judgment I yep. think every fear boss and every human being really struggles with judging others mm-hmm. and I think especially now more than ever we have to be having this conversation I'd love to Oreo that in the middle with a little conversation around loss. You've been yeah. through some some big stuff in your life and have, have dealt with the loss that a lot of people can't fathom. So I and a lot of people right now with COVID and everything happening are losing things and are dealing with severe loss. So I'd love to talk about how you thrived and mm-hmm. stayed brave through that. And then I think we end by like a quick conversation on a fear experiment you just conducted yeah, with one of your definitely. dear friends and and how that impacted you. So Okay, there's so much good stuff. Let's talk about judgment. You told me a story last yeah. night. And and I want to preface this. Well, I'm going to have you tell your story. Let's just do this. Judgment is the real deal. And we're all guilty of it. Mm-hmm. So you had something happen to you in your neighborhood at the pool. And I need you to tell the Fear Boss fam this story. Okay, so this was an eye-opening experience. So I was at the pool with my two boys. And with COVID happening, they're kind of strict with the guidelines. So if you have a pool, you may know, like, you can't bring gas. The chairs are all, like, locked up. So you have to bring yeah. your own things. So I'm here with my boys, reading my book, doing my thing, and in walks this lady, and she looked like she was going to the beach. Let's be honest. She had her <laughs> to big, the nines. To the nines. And we're like, it's the subdivision pool. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? She was dressed to the T. She is extra. Ready extra, to go. Ready to go. 
in the meantime, she has like six kids, all like the same age, which I know there's no way they were all her. So she was dr- she was annoying because she was already like over the top. Right. And then she had all these kids with her. And then she didn't have any of the stuff she needed to get in. Like annoying. And I could hear all of this at the top. Right. And you're just at the pool. You're like, I got my book. I and just want to I just need a minute. Yeah. Okay. And so in the meantime, I'm texting my husband because I'm on a mission to get my own pool. And I'm like, this is why I need my own pool. Uh, like, leave me. A- these people right. are annoying. Right. And he's like, dear Lord. Um. So anyway, so. So she comes in and realizes she didn't have her chair. So she leaves to go get her chair. Mm. And she has like a kindergartner through like a sixth grader. Probably. She leaves the kindergartner at the pool with all well, these kids. With all the kids. And I'm the only other adult there. Okay. I'm like, so I guess I'm in charge. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had the check-in lifeguard, if you yeah. will. But the back was whatever. So she comes back like five minutes later. She comes in, sits down. And I'm like, oh, dear Lord. She's kind of like ruining my vibe, I guess yeah. we would say. Yeah. And yeah. I was just not feeling it. She pops her soda or whatever. She had sparkling water. And all of a sudden, I hear this horrible sound. Like this, oh, oh. And she's like, I'm choking. I'm choking. And I'm like, I'm the only, the kids are all playing in the pool. No one sees it. So my instincts kick in. Think I've been trained. I'm a teacher. So all these things get, you know, come out. The Heimlich. The Heimlich. Well, I go over and I like hit her back like two to three times. And this pill comes flying out as I was getting ready to reach around. She's like, oh my gosh, you just saved my life. And I'm like, oh wow. Oh my God. Shaking. Shaking. Yes. And she's like, thank you. You saved my life. And I'm like, I'm just glad I knew what to do. Are you okay? Do you need anything? And you're the only other adult at the pool. Right. And I'm thinking, what did she just choke on? It was a vitamin D pill. So FYI, if you take those, be really careful. Oh my God, now I'm like scared. Okay, my anxiety. Now I have anxiety about taking the pills, but I'll just go really slow. So they're sticky. And bubbles. Like I can't do pills with bubbles. Right. So it might make it stick. Just drink it with water and go slow. And I think it was like the sticky. Okay. So I go and I'm like, you sure? I don't need to call 911. You're good. She's like, I'm good. So then I go back and I sit down and I'm like, okay, that just happened. If that isn't enough, like, okay, that is a sign, like, that you were there. Okay. Thank you. I knew what to do. So she comes back over, like, I think once she calmed down and she came back over and she sits next to me. She's like, thank you so much. I'm like, no, you don't need to thank me. Like, I'm just glad I was there. Yeah. And she's like, I'm here with my niece and nephew and my kids because two years ago my sister died. And I was like, Mm. oh, oh, Mm. wow. Here I am judging her. And she's like, if they would have seen me die today in front of them I mean how would they get right and so I was like here I am judging this lady and she's like the nicest person in the world so sweet and I just looked up believer and I was like god I get it I get it. Yeah. Like, like, you just you called me out. Lesson. Thank you for this lesson. Yeah. And I was like, wow, did I just get called out? Yeah. And not only that, like, I see her at the pool a couple other days. And she's like, you saved my life. Thank oh, you. And, and I'm you like, did. you saved someone's life, but it's first just of like, all. Well, and I'm like, what would she have done? But it was more than anything, like, a wake-up call. Like, yeah. you don't know what people are going through. And you yeah. don't know what people's life is like. No. And so just check yourself mm-hmm. a little bit. Because we all have moments. And when people, you don't know their story. And yeah. once you find out stories, oh. it's like opening your whole world and I was so just like beautiful. I felt terrible after yeah. that I was like I totally judged this amazing person who's super yeah. nice and yeah, yeah. so oh my god thank you for sharing that yeah. and I think she told this story to us last night Scott and I my husband Scott and Scott had had tears in his eyes and we were like I couldn't speak I go Jody is that the truth like I cannot yeah. believe that happened and what a beautiful reminder of like we don't know we don't know what's and we're all I don't care what you say, but we're all guilty of judging other people and making assumptions about other people. And I think if there is one 
little slice of grace and one big, beautiful, brave gift you could give yourself is to just stop before you judge. Right. And it doesn't mean you're not going to do it from time to time. We're humans, right? But just to think like, oh my God, you know, everybody's got a story and we Everyone. don't know what she's walking through or what he's, I mean, Jody, what a story. I what just, a lesson. What every a time I start, I go back to the, anytime I see somebody, we all do it, right? And yeah. you're like, oh wow, look at that. And I'm like, stop. Yeah. Remember the story. Remember the story. Okay, so I love that. Thank you for sharing. So she lost her sister, right? right? And had to deal with a tremendous loss. Like, you have two sisters. I have a sister. Yeah. You're like a sister. I can't even, my heart can't handle. And you've walked through a loss. Right. Uh, that's significant, if not more. And so I'd, I'd love for you to be brave enough yeah. to maybe share a little bit about how you survived and thrived through losing Olivia, which was your daughter, your firstborn yeah. daughter. And tell the Fear Boss fam that story, Cliff Notes, about yeah. why. So Jody was pregnant, yeah. gave birth, and Olivia didn't make it. Make it. So, so talk about that. Well, you know, I, yeah. So when I was pregnant, everything was going as normal, and we go in for our 20-week. And that's when we found out our daughter had spina bifida. Yeah. We didn't know how severe. We didn't know any of that until she was born. You know, you have the x-rays, you have all that. But nobody ever really discussed that, like, she may not make it. It was, mm. like, just how severe it may be. Yeah. And so when I had a C-section, we went in. And I still remember to this day, like, she never cried, right? Mm. Like, and that's what you always know. Like, the babies are going to cry. And she did it. Now, she lived for nine days. We were at mm -hmm. the amazing Riley Hospital, and yeah. they were so great to us. And, you know, she squeezed our hand, but she never opened her eyes. And there's a whole story I can go in with that, like all that we had to go through at the hospital. But we had amazing people who mm -hmm. helped us through it. And I think when we had to decide if we wanted to keep her on life support or if yeah. we wanted to let her go. And, you know, nobody deserves to live yeah. that way, in my opinion, yeah. I guess I should say. So my husband and I love Adam. He yeah. was my rock through all of this. And we decided to, you know, after nine days, we yep. took her off and um, mm. we were with her when she passed away. Yeah. And so that moment will always stick with me. Yeah. I mean, being in the room with your husband and your child and watching her move on to a leave, better place, right? Leave. And the peacefulness. And I always say that Olivia yeah. has touched so many people's lives in these nine days that mm. she was alive and her spirit remains with us. But, you know, that was not even the hardest part mm. of it. It's everything that happened after. after. And so you're kind of... Because it's been 10 years. She would have been, been 10. 10, yeah. 10 on December. In December. Mm -hmm, yeah. December. She was born on December 7th. Mm. Um, so I think what happened is... You know, you go home and you're kind of in shock. Yeah. And the it took a long time. I, I think I told you, like, 10 years later, yeah. this is probably when I'm finally at peace. Yeah. So if, I mean, I don't, like, what parts do you so want me here's to share? What There's I, so much. Here's There's what so I love much. about it. So we're 10 years removed from right. that situation. And there are people that have way less mm -hmm. <laughs> traumatic things happen to them and it stops their lives and they become a victim. The conversation I want to have with you, you have never been a victim in this situation. You have always, you have two more boys. I do. You have lived for those boys mm -hmm. and you knew that if you got stuck in this, oh my God, I'm this, this, this grieving mother and you, you know, and I guess another flip to this is my husband's mom lost. Yeah her firstborn and then had my husband and his brother and she was never the same. She was always a victim and always made, you know, always yeah. did things to those two choice. boys. And yeah. so she had a choice. So I want to talk about the choice. You okay. have remained this beautiful, positive, you go to Riley every year, mm -hmm. you go back and sit with the grieving mothers. What has helped you move 
through the loss in a way that honors her spirit, but still keeps you thriving as a wife, thriving as yeah. a mom. You never went into this poor me place. Yeah. And I will say... Not that it wasn't hard. No, it was the hardest thing I've ever done. And I will say, we can talk about that later, but 10 years later, I'm finally, I think, at the mm. most peace I'll be. But going through it, it was a choice. And I will say my husband helped me through yeah, that. big time. Big having time. Having a, a support system. Who went through it too. And that first couple months, I will never forget somebody, like... I went through some um, to some like support groups, yeah, and I just didn't feel it. Like I and you know if that's what your thing is, that's great. But like right. I went to support groups and it was all these people who were angry at people who were pregnant, uh. and I hated that feeling because I was like, we should be. That's not yay. You have new life coming. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. One of my dear friends, Colleen, I remember sobbing right when I after Olivia passed away. She we went to lunch and she's like, I'm pregnant, and I'm like. That's amazing. Right. And I just am so thankful that I was never bitter. My yeah. sister had a daughter. She actually had her like like a week after we found out that Olivia yeah, wasn't I remember going. that. Oh, my God. Yeah. A week after we found out mm -hmm. Olivia was going to be born with spina bifida, my sister had a daughter and she was so scared. And I was there for Issa's birth and I loved yeah. her instantly. And I'm so thankful I was never mad. And I guess the only thing I can think of is... It was nobody's fault. I didn't yeah. blame anybody. I'm very religious. I'm yeah. very spiritual. And so I prayed a lot. Yeah. And I prayed a lot. And I just said, guide me to the right direction. Yeah. Now, I'd be lying if I said I didn't have bad days. Of course. My husband picked me up off the floor in the nursery. I'll never mm. forget this. And I think maybe this was the changing moment. I was laying on her nursery floor sobbing. Like, why did this happen to us? I just, and it was all, she was born in December. So Christmas, the whole all thing. All the things. And we thought we were going to have her home for Christmas. <sighs> and You had the was, nursery, everything was everything decorated. Everything was done. Yeah. We did, and it was just so hard that Christmas. I just remember sobbing. I couldn't get out of bed. It was awful. I didn't want to eat. Rightfully so. And I was laying on the floor just sobbing. And he looked at me, and this was just I think only he could do this because if anybody else would have done it I'd be like yeah. you don't understand but because he was yeah. grieving it was, his, was his loss too it was his daughter yeah it was his little daughter yeah um and he said we have a choice to make we can be the parents who lost Olivia or we can be Olivia's parents oh. and that clicked with me so we much. could be the parents who lost Olivia or we could be Olivia's parents yeah he goes what memory do you want oh. and that's that clicks with, that stayed with me for so long because I was like, you're right. I want to make her proud of me. I don't want her to, I don't want pity. I was so fortunate to be her mom. Yeah. Like what a blessing it was. I learned so many lessons through having her. Like my life isn't perfect and I don't want it to be perfect, but I kind of lived this life of yeah. like, my life is great. I never had yeah. a worry in the world. I never had a concern. And she made my life so much more valued and, and deep. deep. Yeah. And, she's and with you me. relate to so many people now right. who have gone through loss and walked through And it's such a things. choice that you have. And it's not an easy choice, you know? And I think I always feel this loss. And that's something I was talking about later. But, like, I go back to that. And I just remember going to those therapy sessions. And people were saying, poor me, poor me, poor me. And I'm like, but you're not going to get past it. Yeah, and you can't so live your life depressed. I mean, you have a choice in life. Yeah. And however you look at it, it, it's harder maybe to go the other way. But it's so much, you get so much more out of it. And every day I live for her to make yes. her proud. And she has my boys who are nine and seven. 
Um, mm. They know about their big sister, Olivia. Yeah, there's pictures of her there's in the pictures, house. It's amazing. Yeah. And they talk to her and yeah. they, we pray to pray her every night. And my little one, he's like, she like the tooth fairy? Like, I can leave her a note. I'm oh, like, oh, honey, yes. she won't wipe back. And they, you know, <laughs> she's part of our life. Like, when you came so, in, they're like, yeah. Olivia would ride right here and she'd be with you so girls. Sweet. And I love that they know her and they pray yeah. to her. And we, like, every time I go on trips, her wings are over us. And, so good. Um, yeah. So I just, I look back at it. I think it's really a choice. Yeah. And I want her memory to be a positive one. And and so many people have come to me. Nobody really met her except mm. my family because uh. it was like the flu season. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like now, like people couldn't go to yeah. the hospital. But I've had so many people say Olivia's spirit has helped me in so yeah, many ways. For sure. And like, you know, we had all the angels because it was around Christmas. Yeah. And we have and her the own first snowfall. First, oh, she was born on the first snow. snow. Yeah. And so every time it snows, I like, oh, still these day people are like, yeah. it's Olivia. And I'm like, it is. It's great. She, it, She's so, touched so many. Yeah. We have Olivia tree. You know, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So Jody, like what I love about, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And what I love about it is what she just said is a beautiful thing that a fear boss can use. You think of all the people navigating loss right now, mm-hmm. loss of careers, loss of jobs, loss of money, loss of people that are ill to the disease and all the things just happening in the world, a loss of freedom, right? loss of real life. And and Jody said something, you know, we can choose to be the, the, the Vic- parents who yeah. lost Olivia or we could choose to be Olivia's parents. Fear Boss, you could choose to be the person who let COVID happen mm-hmm. to you or you could be the person that chooses to happen to COVID. Right. And it's really about choice is what I'm picking up. And you navigated loss and deep loss by choosing. And this is why your seven, your optimist really came in handy, you know, throughout loss because you really used that to stay in for momentum. So thank you for sharing. I think that story is going to serve the fear boss community and really help a lot of people right now so thank you for that yeah, i'm happy to share she was you know her memory continues and we just, on so and we're still talking, talking about it and yeah. we will always and talk i smile about her. and i think my face like i smile when i talk about yes. her i don't like people are like i'm sorry to bring her up i'm like no please do she was here and it keeps her memory alive yeah. i would want that too and you know what listen when i kick the bucket i, would someday, I want you to go i want you talking about me all day long right. i want you to always be i want you to celebrate my birthday like i want I would want to be. We celebrate her birthday. We you know, I, we celebrate every all year. The oh, you know, and it's just I like I said right now, my heart is happy talking about her. So good, and that's I know she's in a great place, yeah. and I know she blessed my life, and I am so appreciative of my boys. Yeah, every day makes now. you appreciate everything you everything. do. Everything. So yeah. anyway, oh, I love it. Okay, last yeah. story I want you to share, yeah. which is so good. So I did a virtual keynote, and um, some of you were on the keynote, some of you were, but I did my fears, my homeboy talk right after COVID hit virtually, and I invited, you know, sold tickets mm-hmm. to the event, and my best friends were on, and Jody and her dear friend and a mm-hmm. mutual friend of ours, Laura, who lives in Indy with Jody, is a fellow teacher, fellow mm-hmm. Enneagram Seven, and her watched the talk together. And Laura's got a bit of a, a story. Yeah. She has just survived brain cancer. Not cancer. She Sorry. brain tumor. Sorry, brain tumor, uh, which has set her life upside mm-hmm. down. It's and been a year since she had it removed. She mm-hmm. had a tumor removed from her brain, which has caused so many... Uh, so much disruption mm-hmm. in a life of an Enneagram 7 who was active and on the go and teaching and mom and all she the She lived things. in Costa Rica. She lived she in did. Costa Rica. I mean, this girl's a badass, yeah. right? Right. So they sit down and they watch my keynote on fear where I talk about in the keynote um, 
fear experiments right. and doing things to get outside of your comfort zone. So Jody, what happened? So her and Laura decide to have cocktails and watch it together yep. and they sit in the back room and at Laura's house. Laura's house, house, Laura's house, house. And they've got my keynote up and it's a fear party. And all of a sudden you guys decide, tell me what happens next. So it was so amazing the way that it works. So we were sitting back there and we were fortunate enough to see Judy live in yeah, like you had um, seen an January. Yeah. Whenever, was Before January? COVID. Before January COVID. February. So we kind of knew what she was talking about and we just loved it and we were so excited to see they it. They wanted to virtually. see it again. So, you know, we were chatting like, love oh, you. this is our part we love. Let's do it. And we're like, what's our fear experiment going to be? We need to do one. And we just started talking. We're both teachers, like we said. Everything's canceled, right? COVID style. And we're like, we need to go on vacation. And she's like, what? I'm like, we need to go to like the beach. We need the beach. And she's like, we do. She's like, I don't know if we can do this. I'm like, we can. And so we both have two boys. She has two boys and I have two boys. Our husbands are working. Thankfully, you know, all of that. And we decided to plan a trip to Florida. Uh, and we were Which like. Which you probably wouldn't go to now. But back, back then, then, this was before everything This was in happened. June, early June. Yeah. We went to Florida and we went to Seagrove. But I've never been. So we start planning it. And she's like, well, we went like two years ago to this place down Seagrove, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, let's go there because you know it's safe. You've been there. We can drive. We mm -hmm. wanted to drive. We weren't going to fly. And we're like, yeah, can we do this? Can we do this? And I'm like, we can totally do this. My seven was like, we are going. going. The kids' camps are canceled. We're going to show them that we are fun moms. So in my head, I'm like, everything's cool. We're going. And I had to leave to go do some stuff. But we were talking about yeah. it. Meanwhile, like the next day, she calls me. And she's kind of like, not sure. And she's this is the lore I hadn't seen in a while. And she was like, you know, I don't really know if you know what I have to go through every day. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? I'm like your dear friend. And basically, my my sweet, sweet Laura, she still suffers major headaches. Mm. She's lost hearing in one mm. ear. She has like a ringing in the ear. All these things you just kind of like imagine your ear ringing all, all day long. Right. And headaches and, and kids and a job and COVID. COVID. Like when Everything. you're complaining for your boss about your bad day, think about someone like I think of that all the time. A ringing in your ear all nonstop. And you're in pain all, all the time. Yeah. And she's so positive. Yeah. I mean, she is. She's love. Oh my God. If you, uh, love. So I was like, well, what do you mean? And she's like, I, I'm just scared. I'm not the same person I was. My husband's not sure that you can handle, like, if I have a migraine, I'm down, like, for two days. And what mm. if we go? And I'm like, it's okay. We got this. The seven yeah. of me is like, we are going, girl. Yes. And I'm like, it's okay. We can do this. I got you. I want you to go. Right. I want us she, to go. We I need, need this She speech. needs this for her We need time. this. Yeah. And so, long story short, we, we book it. And we are going 12 and a half hours there. We are driving with the boys in the back. And the oldest one's going in seventh grade. The youngest one is Isaac. He's seven. So we have four boys. We're going. We pack it up. Our husband. Masks. Ready to go. go. Sanitizer. Cooler full of food. Yeah. We got that. You're not eating out. Playlist, You're staying in your no. room. Yep. Playlist going. We got it. Meanwhile, we're driving. I look at Adam the night before. I'm like, wow. I'm kind of scared. And he's like, yeah. Are you? I go, I at 44, I've never been on a road trip by myself without oh my like my husband, without like my sisters. Like, yeah. think about it. Like, I've never gone yeah. where I'm the one who's responsible. Yeah. Which, okay, I'm 44. Maybe it's time. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm kind of the adult. Like, right. that sounds like funny. You're officially in but charge. I'm officially in charge. <laughs> like, if anything goes wrong, I'm like, driving. You really are it's our vehicle. Yeah. I don't know how Laura's going to feel. I have four kids. Mm -hmm. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. Let's do this. We left at 3.30 in the morning. We wow. had it planned. Had my coffee. I pick her up. First hour, we're both like silent. Like, shit, we're doing this, right? Like, we're really going. And 
we drive, and I'm like, I'm going to drive as long as I can. We got this. And then slowly, we just started warming up. And we're like, look at us go. And then she started driving. And you could just feel the energy. Like, mm. wow, the kids were amazing. Yeah. Again, I, I prayed to Olivia on the way there. Yeah. Olivia, put your wings over us. Yes, get us keep there. Us safe. Kids were amazing. 12 and a half hours, mm. no traffic, no issues. We made it there. So we get there. And we're still kind of weirded out. We get there. And that we got there on a Monday. Oh. It was hurricane season. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh -huh. the so the too. hurricane came in. Mm. We're like, we're still going to go, the whole thing. So we get there, and like that Tuesday, we were still kind of, I could tell Laura wasn't 100%. Yeah. And I kind of let her be, and we're all kind of tired. And it was fine, but it was kind of an off day. And I'm like, oh, I hope we did the right thing. Yeah. And then Wednesday hit, and we were golden. Oh. And we were at the beach, and we were laughing, and we had... And was uh, she just, like, how was her... Her Health. aura like, just came she, yeah, alive. She just needed it. And she came alive. And so we were there the week. And then that Friday, we left on a Friday. And her and I were sitting on the beach. Like, Can in we the just ocean. really quick talk about that? Okay, so from the keynote to you deciding yes. to book to going, it was literally like a week. A week. It was one week. Talk about a fear experience. Yeah. Like, literally, like, hey, husbands, here's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Are we cool? Uh -huh. We're going. No husbands. Goodbye. We need this for ourselves. And cheers to our husbands. They're like, yeah, go. Right. And it's you guys great got to have this. a husband that you know, not allows. I don't mean it to say that but way, a but it's like, a partner. It's a, a, yeah, you guys yeah. should go. You Do should this. go. He, they're encouragers, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. So I, we were like, they're awesome. So um, I think my favorite memory, and this is when it all kind of clicked. And give we, me, yeah. Give, yeah. It's a that. Friday. It's I like our last moment. day there. We're on like the, we're in 30A. If you've ever been to Florida, like the 30A route, it's beautiful Santa Rosa Beach. Okay. Mm. So we are in, I guess it was Seagrove Beach. But anyway, we were in there and like the dunes are kind of high. So we're sitting mm. in our beach chairs in the ocean, looking out. The kids are playing. And I got so teary-eyed. And Laura's like, I'm so glad we did this. She goes, I didn't think I could do it. And she goes, I needed this more than you realize. And I was like, what? what? She goes, the old me, I lived in Costa Rica. This is a girl who flew to Costa Rica, yeah. taught in Costa Rica with her kids. And they were like three and five when yeah. she went. And her husband came three months later. Like yeah. she lived there by, by herself. herself. She lived in Florida. She was like the seven to the extreme. Oh, right? yeah. So amazing. She was always like my... Oh, let's go, you yes. know, the life of the party. If we're going to do go. something, let's go. Yeah. And we were sitting there and she's like, I didn't think I could do it. And I'm so proud of us. Mm. And I was like, I'm proud of us. And she was there for me through Olivia too. Yeah. So we talk a lot about grieving yeah. and how I lost Olivia and how she lost her spon spontaneity. She lost who she was. was. It is before the brain tumor, after, after the brain, brain tumor. And she's like, I'm not the same person. Yeah. She goes, but There's she was amazing. There. And she's like, I saw you cook. And I thought, I can cook. <gasps> she goes, it's so contagious, it isn't it? Is. Courage and confidence. And like you're able to take what you yes. have and give her a slice of your joy. Right. Give her a slice of your confidence. And it was oh, so. I could like. It just, she, like we were. I, she's like. I, I have goosebumps. We were tearing up. And it was just this beautiful, magical yeah. moment that I like just took this it's black and white photo. Rock. And it was like, we just like. We did it. I will put that black and white photo in the show notes. Yeah. I just think it's such a, you will have that forever. Yeah. And I think it will forever signify yeah. or show the significance of the power of friendships right. and the power of what us women can do to, and men can do to encourage each other through really hard times. And we laughed and we oh. cried. I mean, we did you it were like all. medicine for her. We were, and she was for me too. And I yeah. think that's what was so magical that we like on the ride home, we're like, we did it. Yeah. We re And we were reading all this Instagram stuff. I mean, we did it all. And we were just, by the way, side note, because this is what we do, uh, the Dolly Parton 
Oh, God, uh, yeah, tell the Fear Boss fam this. I'll oh, put it in the show notes. Oh, my gosh. I haven't it's listened the, yet. My America, Dolly Parton. I it's think a it's podcast, a, It's right? a podcast all about Dolly Parton. So I that's can't. what I got can't. us there and back. Like, we listen to it. If you are not a fan of Dolly Parton, I you will Dolly. be after it listening to I am to all this. about Dolly. What would Dolly, Dolly do? do? People are like, what would Beyonce do? I love Beyonce. But what, what would, would Dolly, Dolly do? do? I mean, she's an amazing. She's so a boss. this was just a, like, we laughed. Yeah. We listened to her. We're like, yeah, we are doing this as women yeah. too. And I just think like from our boys watching us laugh and do this. and we, They see their moms. Yes, you're showing them. That we can do. And we kept going, so what boss. kind of moms do you have? They're like, Fun, adventurous. We're like, that's mm. right. Don't you forget it. We went crab hunting. We did all these things that we've never done before. Dude. And it was just. I can't even. And, and it's not like, what kind of moms do you have? Fun, adventurous, cool, plays with us, not busy, right. stressed out, um, mad at me all the time. Like, not that moms don't get mad. Right. right? And not, We're not that you perfect, don't get stressed out. But it was so amazing. You're showing your boy. And think about when they, you all have boys. Think mm-hmm. about when they go pick wives and mm-hmm. girlfriends, the kind of women they're going to end up, because you're showing them. And that's what we, I that think we're so, so cool. proud. And the, it was just like, we were swimming in the ocean yeah, together. So we were fun. doing things that we never thought we could do. And I just think watching her just come alive and yeah. then making me I just it was this moment that I was oh, I thank magic. you Judy because oh, wow. we wouldn't You're have welcome. done it we got a picture with our fear, fear experiments yeah they went into the ocean and they brought their legit fears my homeboy <laughs> books with them I love them you know a concept is the real deal when even your best friends are like mm-hmm. seriously no we use this like it will change your life this idea and they got out of their comfort zone but what they did was they took a it was the best medicine in the it world be- we love it you, every moment it, every I, moment it just it's the best story and it's a beautiful example of how fear experiments can make just so many mm-hmm. positive changes in your life and it can be really contagious and look at what she was able to do for a friend and what Laura was able to do for you showing you gratitude for your health and what you have and those little things don't that take any moment you for just granted. don't take anything for granted so no but I, I like we this. wouldn't have done it if we wouldn't have watched you like oh. it was such a fun like we're like thank you Judy we did oh, this I but it. I mean that but like I know I was do. like we're doing it we I are doing it. it I know it was so great it was oh. so it was it was the best trip and I really think it was meant to be because everything that went right yeah. And it wasn't like, mm-hmm. it was just went right. And you put yourself in the way of the right, yeah. too. I think so many people don't put themselves in the way of situations. We worry so much about what could go wrong. Well, what could go right on this trip? What could go right? Well, and I will say a little behind the scenes is, number one, hurricane season was oh, yeah. there. Crazy. It, it was supposed to rain. Okay. That could go wrong. Can I tell you, it was supposed to rain 100% every day. It oh, didn't shit. rain once. Oh, my God. And it still said 100% Dude, chance of rain. Fun. We still did. Um, we were both on her periods. Oh, God. Good um, Lord. Maybe too much information. Yeah, but, whatever. you know, as This women, is the Fear Boss show. We drop um, that We were it's both like, we could be bitchy about this, yeah. but we're not. Yeah. And then, uh, what And two sevens together Two sevens. Like, of, there was yeah. all these little things that could have made it wrong. <clears throat> but none of it did, because we chose to look at the positive yeah. of it. And it was like... It was, it was just it was magic. Yeah. So, so thank fear, you. For, so fear experiments are the real deal. Yeah. And I hope you are inspired to maybe do something with your bestie. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, that is safe because the world continues to change and we want you to be safe. But maybe you choose to do something for yourself. Maybe. I mean, I am legit toying around with this idea. I talked to someone uh, the other day, uh, someone I follow, and we were on a call and she's booking a trip by herself to Santa Fe. Like she's literally wow. doing it, like getting on a plane by herself. Husband's like, go, go. And she's like, I need this for myself. I need it for my business. And there's a part of me. I've been talking to Scott. I'm like, I need something. You know, I've been here for, you know, 130 something days. And of course, I'm going to be safe and smart. But there's a part of me, I'm like, I'm to the point where I'm like, I could book like a little bed and breakfast yeah. or something around here. Like, I just need something. But then I'm like, 
so glad you're here because I needed this change of pace. Like I needed a girlfriend. I needed something for me. So I hope you feel inspired for your boss to go experiment with your fear. And it's scary. I'm not that night before I wanted to be like, I don't think we should go. Of course. course. And that was what fear wants. But I I remembered your saying on that. And I was like, this is exactly what Judy talks about. Is that fear is trying to say you shouldn't go. You shouldn't go. Keep it nice and safe. Because you're going to be smart and be safe. We want to be safe. But, but, like, I could get in a car accident. Laura could have a migraine. I have to drive 12 hours. If Laura can't drive, how do I drive 12 hours? We don't want to stay at a hotel. All the what ifs, what ifs, what ifs. And we just said, we're going to do it. Yeah. We're going to do that. Because you're the boss. Yeah. And it was, I'm so thankful that we did. The best story. Okay, so, Jodes, I want to end with. This is so fun. By the I way. love it. It's like our I almost, and we're staying on topic, which we're doing we never really do. Good, which we never do. We're like, look a bur- squirrel. Imagine, right? I mean, and I keep forgetting the microphone is here. I know, which is the best. Which is so good. Um, and I looked at it because I had this panic moment that I didn't think we were recording, and I was like, no, and we're recording. Sweet. Okay, so ten rapid fire questions. What's so fun is Jody does not know what these questions are, so these will be spontaneous and off the cuff. Cuff number one. I want to know if you are what your morning go-to ritual is. Like, what do you? Um, what's your morning thing? Coffee with my my frother, frother <laughs> which we'll talk about in a second. But coffee, coffee, your... and then I have a daily reflection that I read. Cool. So I used to watch the today. I'm a teacher, so in the summer I used to watch the Today Show, and I'm gonna be honest. I like parts of it, not knocking it, but yeah. sometimes it depresses me. Yeah. With everything, so I've tried not to turn it on. Mm. So I've tried to like drink my coffee, read my day, and I have my gratitude journal that oh, you gave me, you and I try to write that. that. So, so good. Yeah. And then of course checking on my babes. Of course, the, yeah. the babies. Do you have an evening ritual? Um, like, what do you do before bed? Like, I read. read. I read. Do you read fiction or do you read? I'm more of a. Fi- I have cool. a couple fiction books. I mean, nonfiction books, but like, I love to just get my mind to wander yeah, into same. fiction. So, fiction really is my go-to at night. Yeah. During the day, I'll do my nonfiction, yeah. but at night, I need to not be so serious. I, I need love to, like, it. Yeah. Tell the Fear Boss fam what you're reading right now. What's well, your, my fi- last what's your book, fiction the book? last one I just finished was Summer of '69. You the said it was Ellen so good. Hildebrand, I think, so good, and it's so relevant to today. Oh, so I'll put good. it in the show notes. Yeah, it was good. Summer of '69. Mm-hmm. I love this. Uh, what would you say? Now that's the fiction book you just finished. Mm-hmm. So, what would you say your favorite book of all time is? Like personal development, or maybe do you have one or, or the um, other? Okay, so obviously Nightingale. Okay, so that gives my all-time favorite all fiction time. book. So my favorite book that's nonfiction right now, educational. If you don't follow him, Cornelius Minor. He's amazing. And Cornelius his book, Minor. Mm-hmm. His book is We Got This. We Got This. So mm-hmm. that's Nightingale fiction all-time. All Me time. too. I would agree with you. And uh, Cornelius Minor, We Got This, personal development. And we have a lot of teachers, fair boss yeah. teachers, educators. It's so, really so good. So good. So good. I love it. Okay, so what else do I want to know from you? I'd like to know what your best purchases under $100 and we're both smiling because we used it mm-hmm. this morning and she got it for me for my birthday and I'm obsessed your best purchase under $100 is a frother a coffee frother basically it's called a uh, oh, hold on I got it I got it you talk about it tell us what it, it is basically is your Starbucks on a dime so basically you go and you get your creamer and you just Hit this button and it's like a miracle. It is, it makes it like a frothy cloud. It's like a cloud of fluff. Yeah, it's a little little, like you press the top button. I will link to it in the show notes. Zilly or Zilly. Zilly. It's called the Zilly. Zilly. And you literally can get them on Amazon in all different colors. colors. I'll link up. And you literally (laughs) press a button. Press a button. It frosts your milk. You pour the milk or the coffee, coconut milk, whatever you use, on right on top of your coffee. Or you can put the coffee on top of that. It's so magical. It's it's a changes, latte. It really changes your life. 
It really does. Like, I already get up, and I'm like, I love coffee. I get up to, like, get my coffee. Like, I'm so... I get up. I love life. Like, I'm happy uh, most yes. days. But my coffee is really makes I me happy. I get so excited. Today, because I got it yesterday from jo- Jody for my birthday, like, belated birthday gift, because mm-hmm. she saved it for when she came in town. Nobody needs to know this. The moral of the story is, <laughs> I got up this morning like a little kid in mm-hmm. Christmas. I felt the same way, because I was like, I hope she loves it. It's so good. And Scott loved it just as much, oh, which is so fun. So good. So we can, like, drink these fun little, like, homemade lattes. Yes. At home. And you put a little bit of, I put a little cinnamon, cinnamon. on top. Okay. It's delish. Okay. What did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be a social worker. Oh, you did? No, I take that back. I wanted to be a child psychologist. Oh, so st- you're in, so mm-hmm. you're in the arena. Yeah. Joey's an educator, a teacher. I, I mean, love how many, to talk. You, and you do. You love to teach. <laughs> but you, you're so good. I mean, how many degrees do you have? Oh, oh I have God, a right? couple. But yeah, I, I just think I loved Talking. You taught teachers for a while. Yeah. You designed curriculum. Like, yeah, your I mean, it's just so... I love I love being creative. I am not your typical teacher. I'm gonna yeah. say I like to think outside the box and do Rightfully things differently. So. And I think I grew, my parents were both teachers, so I think and I always loved kids. And I just think something with kids. I think I, I wanted to do. I, there was a brief moment I was gonna be fashion merchandising. Oh, which totally makes sense. You love clothes, fashion, hair, like hair. You yeah. always love doing hair. Yeah, too. I worked at like Express. Yeah, oh, totally. and I was like, I'm totally gonna do this. And, and then, then you I spent all your money like, on the clothes. clothes. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I was like. Do I want to live and work in a mall? Kind yeah. of. But not all the time. So, yeah. There was That's that. So classic. <laughs> I don't think that job would work out with your husband right now. He would not be happy about that. All we do is shop. shop. Yeah. Okay. So, do you have like an app or a productivity tool that you use that you, because a lot of our fear bosses are obsessed with like organization and productivity and high performance mm. habits. Do you have like an app you like use every day? Do you have my notes app? Yeah. Because cool. I write all my notes of things I need to get done because I'm so scattered brain. I love at that. Times. So you get it at, which is I great write for all anxiety. My notes, and then when I need, I check it and I can delete it and it's so like instead of writing like post-it notes everywhere so i write good. it in my phone so i can delete it interesting so like i just have notes gets app. it out of your head onto your and i won't lose paper. it and i won't Ooh, lose that's it. brilliant because mm-hmm. i do lose post-it notes and it pisses me off yeah. i put a lot of stuff on post-it notes but that's good and i also find it helps me with my anxiety to just get it out yeah. of my before bed i sometimes write lists and this is also why i look at my next day before bed i uh, yes so that i can sleep I mean, Judy, before I came, I wrote that I needed to bring your birthday present and I needed to bring shoes in my watch. Like stupid little things that like, or on my notes, but I went and I was like, got it, got it. Because like your present was on my desk and I was so afraid I was going to leave. Yeah. You know, anyway. I love it. That's That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. A couple of more. Do you have a hype song? I think I Besides Nelly. Nelly is always a good one. (laughs) I have two, like I think of hype, like when I I'm a runner. Yeah, good, great. So I run and they get me excited. So the one is Champion by Carrie Underwood. Oh, we'll play that. I'll roll out of yeah, the show mm-hmm. to Champion by Carrie Underwood. Uh-huh. It's so, so good. good. And I just like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I got this. So good. And the other one is a newer one. Oh, I love it. Because I'm kind of a teeny, teenager sometimes yeah, in, uh-huh. at the heart. Yeah. Only the Young by Taylor Swift. Oh, I love T-Swift. I'm a Swift. Have you heard I, this Have one? you seen her documentary? Yes, this is from it. Oh, God, let's play it. I'll get it close to the mic. I have not heard this. You run to this. Oh my god. Wait till it gets to like the chorus. I don't know how much of this we can play without getting in trouble. Um, Here it comes though. Here, here's the chorus. Okay. Just wait for it. Go, go, go. Ooh. Only the young. Wait. But when I. This. This is it. Okay, here's the chorus. Okay. Can run. Ooh. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> so good. Can run. Yeah. But hold on. 
the brave can run, run right? And like, not just when, the young, but the brave, because we're free ooh, when we run. Right. I love it. So like, that's my other one. So like, when I'm Show running me, outside, I'm, I'm like, yeah, here we go. And I start taking I'll off, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm going <laughs> to add that to the Fears My Homeboy playlist. And I love T-Swift. And I honestly, love, her I'm, documentary <gasps> made me see her in a different light. And she writes this in her documentary. Oh, it's so, so, that's Oh, like, I remember her creating yeah, it Yeah, that's this. It's amazing. She sits down at a piano and literally created that yeah. like on her own. She's so brilliant. I know. Jody. last question. What does it mean when I offer you the term fear boss? What does it mean to you to be a fear boss? Step outside my comfort zone. Damn right. And if something feels uncomfortable, but it keeps drawing you in, go for it. Mm. And that's what I learned through so much. I've learned this through you. Thank you. I think we, you have just helped me understand that it's so okay great. to be scared. Yeah. But if you don't do it, then you're just kind of living. What kind of life do you want to yeah, live? It'll be regrets. And every time I've stepped up, like, and I'm not going to lie, I've stepped outside my comfort zone several times since I've met you. And there's been a couple times I've been shut down on it. Mm, and I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. I thought I was going to say, this is this supposed to be magical. magical. And it's supposed to happen right away. Ooh, and I it did you brought this up. And I was like, I totally just got knocked down for that. But I just stepped outside my comfort zone. And then like this last one was the one with Laura and yeah. it was the best. So I'm like, don't you give don't up. Know. Sometimes the door's shut and maybe it wasn't the right one. Mm. You know what I mean? Maybe that wasn't the right one I was supposed to go for. But when it is meant to be, you're going to be scared, but you're going to come out of it so much stronger and so much more confident. And it's just, it makes you just smile and be mm. like, this is what life is about. Well, that right there is a mic drop moment. <laughs> Jody. thank you for being my ah, best friend. Thank, and thank you. you for being in my life. And uh, thank you for we're being so on, lucky. The, on I mean, the Fear Boss show. Fear Boss, let us know. Do you want more Judy Jody chats? Is oh. this, are you loving this? Jody? yeah. Like, Jody's like, oh God, what have I just gotten myself Listen, into? Listen, we stayed on topic. If you were with us <laughs> we last did. night, it would have been like, what are they even talking about? Like, we got it all out on our first yeah, day. But did. seriously, I hope you got so much value from this. I hope you learned something new that you can take forward in your life to just be a little bit braver than you were yesterday. Jody. of course, we're gonna go out with a little bit of Nelly. And cheers. I love you. Love you. You're a fear boss. So to fear so experiments and St. Louis. So uh -huh. There we go, we'll <laughs> dance it out. Bye fear boss fam, we'll see you next week. Okay, fear boss. Did you love that or what? I hope you did. It was so much fun to sit down and to share Jody and our conversation with you. I hope you love this episode as much as I loved making it for you. And if you did, don't forget to throw your love my way in the reviews on iTunes and make sure you screenshot this episode and let me know that you're listening. Also, talk to me, share your show ideas, questions, and inspiration with me. You can email me anytime at hello at judyholler.com or send a message to me on any of the social media. I want to hear from you because guess what? The show is yours. As always, thank you for listening. And in the meantime, stay brave and keep experimenting with your fear. Well, hi there. It's me again. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so damn glad you're here. And if you loved this episode, which I hope you did, my hand is on my heart. Please don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. And if you're feeling a little extra boss today, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a review on iTunes so more fear bosses like you can find this podcast. And better yet, share this podcast with a fear boss you love and encourage them to listen. 
For more on me, my work, and my keynotes, you can visit me at judyholler.com, J-U-D-I-H-O-L-L-E-R.com to learn more. And this is also where you can sign up for my newsletter. It's called The Fear Boss 5, and it comes out every Friday where I share five things I'm loving, learning, and reading. It's one of my favorite things to do. And if you love this podcast, you're going to love the newsletter, and you can sign up right there on my website. My book is available at most of your favorite book retailers, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, airports, all the things. So search me up on Google or type Judy Holler into Amazon and grab your copy. Last but not least, you can always come hang out with me on the social media. Instagram is my favorite place to be. I'm on Instagram at Judy Holler, J-U-D-I-H-O-L-L-E-R. I'm also on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash fears, my homeboy, and Twitter as well at Judy Holler. Until next time, Fear Boss, keep experimenting with your fear and stay brave.